Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Above all nature and all created things, above all wisdom and all the ways of man, you were here before the world began. Above all kingdoms, above all Above all wonders the world has ever known, above all wealth and treasures of the earth, there's no way to measure what you're worth. 
took the fall and you thought of me hallelujah crucified laid it before hallelujah they live to die rejected wow it's amazing how the answer girls can are musical one sing one plays the drum I don't know which parent they got that gene from because neither the mother or the father <laughs> maybe made from some grandparents can I prove an offering? Maybe some grand. Sometimes you know something can come from your grandparents, you know. Because this father knows this mother know. <laughs> father, we thank you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm sure at least imagine some of your grandparents, right? <laughs> uh, possible. Because it cannot be from you nor your, your husband. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed to be in church today? Wonderful. First Sunday in May. Let's learn some scriptures this morning. Our memory verse. John chapter 8 verse 49. Let's all read. One, two, go. Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father. And ye do dishonor me. John 8 49. Again. Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and you do dishonor me. John 8 49. One more time. Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and you do dishonor me. Hallelujah. So the first part reads, Jesus answered, I have not a devil. Go. One more time. One more time. That's very simple, right? Jesus answered, I have not a devil. Hallelujah. And the second part said, the second part said but I honor my father and ye do dishonor me. Go. Again, again, hallelujah. So that's John 8 49. Amen. I ready to say, let's say the whole thing again. One to go. John 8 49. That's once again, go. John 8, 49. Jesus answered. Okay, take it off the screen. Go. John 8, 49. Hallelujah. That's a good one. Jesus answered. I have not a devil, not the devil, I have not a devil, 
Okay? I have not a devil. But I honor my father. You see, every time you hear the word but, it negates everything. I was going to come, but it means I didn't come. I was going to give you, but whatever follows means that I didn't give it to you. I was going to pay for it, but whatever happens, I didn't pay for it. So, but negates. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So, Jesus said that I have not a devil. I have not a devil. But I honor my father. I have not a devil. But I honor my father. It means that when you have a devil, you don't honor your father. That's what it means. It, it didn't say you are the devil. You have a devil. Hallelujah. So if you are somebody who does not honor your father, you have a devil. Whatever that devil may be, you have a devil. When you don't honor your father, and your father, your father means your father in ministry, your pastor, anybody who's a father, if you don't honor, you have a devil. Hallelujah. It is a devil in you that makes us, that makes you criticize a father being honored. Jesus answered, I, 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 I have not a devil. Are you here with me, church? That's our memory verse today, and I just want to explain the verse. When you see people who criticize a father figure being honored, whether it be your biological father, your stepfather, your father in ministry, your pastor, you know some people have an attitude. Let's honor somebody. No, 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 no. You see, you have a devil. That's what it means. Because the first you hear, oh, uh, let's honor the bishop. Ah, how often can you honor the bishop? Every time you honor the bishop. Every time you honor the bishop. Why? Why? Is he God? You have a devil. Let's honor the pastor. You have a devil. Let's on, on, on I, mean, you, you, I mean, even even among your siblings. Oh, today's daddy's birthday. Let's do something for him. Then one of your sisters will say, "No, no why?" Every she has a devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It's a sign that you have a devil. Not that you are the devil, but you have a devil. A type of devil is operating in you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So have you learned something today? Okay. So next time you hear anybody questioning about honoring a father, know what is operating that person. A devil is operating. Right? Good. We are continuing on our message on greater love. Hallelujah. Greater love than no man than this, than a man should lay down his life for his friend. Hallelujah. So we started talking about greater love. And I think I gave you some things about greater love. If you do remember. Okay. Jesus said, greater love had no man than this, that a man laid down his life. So we learned that there are degrees of love. Hallelujah. All love is not the same. 
And Jesus said, the greatest of love, the ultimate love, is to lay down your life for your friend. Hallelujah. Which is what he did for us. Amen. And then, after that, we went ahead to look at types of love that exist. Okay? We talked about the love for a brother. The love for a wife. The love for a nation. What other love do we talk about? Love of a woman. Love of a mother. Are you here? Which are all examples of love. But none of them is greater. Hallelujah. None of them is greater than the love of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That is why you should not substitute any of them for the love of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus' love is the ultimate love. Because among all the love that we talk, the love for a nation, the love of a mother, the love of a woman, the love for a brother, none of those type of love will die for you. No, 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 no. Don't ever be deceived that your brother will die for you. No, no, your brother, he may love you very much, but he will not die for you. At best, he may donate an organ to help you. But die for you? No. Your sister may love you very much. Some sisters are very close. I know of twins. Twin sisters, they are twins. I know know the the, uh, twins. Sisters, they are twins. Very, very close. You know, identical. Very, very close. They wear the same thing. They do together. Very close sisters. They actually marry the same man. It's a true story. Oh, no, no. Professor Jonathan Nadi. They married both. My wife said, no. If you marry one, the other was living in the same house. Married both. <laughs> it was buy one, get one free. <laughs> Hallelujah. How can you escape if you neglect so great a salvation? Amen. I said amen. So that is greater love. I'm still continuing. Now, talking about salvation. Hallelujah. Because the greater love is what brings us salvation. Amen. So the next thing we want to talk about is we hear the term all the time, born again. Born again, born again, born again. You see, this series I'm teaching you, I want you to understand it well. One, it may not maybe apply to you per se, but it's also a knowledge to acquire so that when you meet somebody, you can share the gospel. I'm teaching you how to share the gospel. Hallelujah. Because as a Christian, you must be able to share the gospel. Hallelujah. So I'm also teaching us how to share or how to preach salvation. How to share the gospel. Hallelujah. Because as God expects us to be soul winners, and you must understand the gospel to share it. Because you're going to miss people who are going to ask you questions. Hallelujah. So, born again. It's a common term we throw around. Everybody says, I'm born again. 
Now, John chapter 3. That was the first time we hear this verse. John chapter 3, verse 1. The Bible says that there was a man of the Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, which means teacher, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. That's what he said. Jesus answered. It's, it's, it's interesting, the question and the answer. The guy came to praise Jesus Christ. Now, you must be very, you are fantastic. No man can do these things, except God be with him. I am sure if Jesus Christ was like our modern day pastors, so, well, it's taking such a long time to know the anointing. <laughs> it was like, as you said, you should, you should have known it long before. Why did you take you such a long time to know the oil of my life? No. His answer was almost like he ignored the question. Are you hearing me? Because the guy said, look, you must be a very great teacher. Because no man can do these things except God be with him. And if somebody asks you that, our answer will be, of course. Why did it take you such a long time to know? Familiarity has crept in. Now you are beginning to see the anointing. <laughs> no. <laughs> he didn't say any of that. Jesus answered and said unto him, Very, verily I say unto thee, to church. That's why, we, that's why I always make the altar call. You see, your parents can bring you to church. They can bring you, make you read the Bible, but you are still not born again. You have to be born again yourself. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So he said, Marvel not. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised at all that I say you must be born again. Hallelujah. Yeah. Give you money in a church. It's not the same as being born again. You see, you cannot come and give money. Oh, the church is doing a uh, fundraising. I came, I came and give a, a huge check. It still will not save you. The money they will collect, but you go to hell. <laughs> As for the money, the pastor will take it. But you go to hell. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So giving money is not the same as being born again. The money will... The, the pastor, I have never seen any, I have never been to a church where the offering has been rejected before. That they took the offering, they said, we don't like this offering, take it back. <laughs> Whether you are born again or not, the money will be taken. I am yet to see a church where they say, oh, this is an unbeliever, give back his money to him. <laughs> no. It doesn't work like that. They will take the money anyway. Hallelujah. Mm, the money they will take. You know, yeah. You see, there's something that I'm going to say. God may reject your offering. Because there are verses that God says, I reject the offering. God will, also God, God can actually reject us because he was not given in faith. So the offering is rejected from God's point of view. But from the church point of view, no. <laughs> There's no rejected offering. 
Hallelujah. So giving money does not make you born again. Amen. Number four. Joining a church is not the same as being born again. This is very important. You can be. Why? Why do I say joining a church is not the same as being born again? Nicodemus was in the church. But he was not born again. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So you can be a Catholic if you are not born again. You can be a Methodist if you are not born again. You can be a lighthouse if you are not born again. QFC, KFC, whatever FC it is. <laughs> you are not born again. Whatever the FC may be, you are not born again. Whether it's QFC, KFC, or YFC, you are not born again. You can even play a role in a church and still not be born again. Yeah. Hallelujah. Ah, Nicodemus was, you see, marvel not. Don't be surprised. Because I thought he thought, ah, but I'm a Pharisee. I preach. I teach. I do the ordinances. And you are still telling me that I'm not born again? Yes. It means you can be in a church, sing, and not be born again. In fact, you can... You can be a priest and not born again. Oh yeah. Not all priests are born again. No. Not all priests are no no no. Not all priests are born again. Nah. That is why you have to be careful who prays for you. Hallelujah. Yep. Not all priests are born again. Playing the role in the church does not mean you are born again. Hallelujah. You see, there are certain things you have to be very careful about. I'm teaching all of us. Because there are traditions. You see, um, you can be religious, but you're not saved. And we come from, some of us come from cultures and backgrounds where by nature people are religious. Your culture makes a lot of people religious. Even the way we talk, our statements, by the grace of God, by the grace of God. But you are, but you are not born again. Because you grew up in a stark culture where everything is all by the grace of God. Yes, by the grace of God. God willing. So, so, so you are used to such terms and such terminologies. But you are still not born again. And, 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 and it gets worse when there's a lot of religion attached to it. And, and l- 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 you see, I'm, I'm teaching us so that when you meet somebody, because this is Christianity, so you can, first of all, you must check yourself to see whether you're born again and also, so you can be a good minister of the gospel. Because you're going to meet people out there. Okay? One thing I want to talk about is, is like being baptized. Baptism is not born again. Do you understand? I'm teaching. Baptism is not born again. Okay? Why do I say so? You know, I don't know about you, but most of us, we grew up in certain Orthodox churches. Whereby when you are born, they take you to the priest and they baptize you. Did you go for that baptism before? Who did that, that baptism? The one that they give you, and they give a baptismal certificate at the age of maybe baby. Yeah, like, well, like, in, in, yes. In a Christian gown, your parents come to you, they carry you, say, you are, you are going for baptism. Now, everybody wears white, 
when the priest comes and put the thing there, then they throw the thing on you. Then after that, you are a baby. And then they give you a certificate. Baptismal certificate. You see, with the, with the um, yes, baptismal certificate. And then you carry it. You see, but you are not born again. Because you see, you are not born again. You are baptized, but you are not born again. Yeah. It's a religion. You see, and you can walk around thinking that you are a Christian because somebody poured some what you are not. Uh-huh, I'm coming to that point. And then after that, after that, when you are a certain age, you go for confirmation. I'm coming. <laughs> It's what first communion. It's baptism. Then what's the next one? First communion. Oh, I didn't even know. Hey, you go for first communion at what age? Seven eight. They go for first communion. Around twelve, you go for confirmation. To confirm, confirm, you go for confirmation classes. Wow. I didn't do any. I didn't do any of that too. I mean, I was baptized because I had a baptismal certificate. But after that, me and church, we never, we never. <laughs> after that, me and church, we, me, me and church were par. <laughs> but I do remember I had a baptismal certificate. So baptism, then you go for first communion. Then first communion, confirmation of the faith. I see. Then we come. Then you have all your parents. Then after there's a party, take pictures. You are confirmed. You see, and, and these are dangerous. Because it may make you believe, it may make you think you are a Christian, but you are not. So, that is, so you are going to meet somebody that, but I've been baptized. I've been confirmed. I've taken communion. Why do you say I will go to hell? Why do you say so? You are judging me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why do you think so? What, what, you are judging me. Yeah. But none of them. Because, because you see, what does the Bible say? See, what does the Bible say? Mark 16. Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, 15. And he said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel. They must be pre- preaching first. Preach the gospel to every creature. So the first number happened, they must be preaching. Okay? Next verse, 16. He that believeth, number one, is believe before baptism. So when you pour water on that tree, in fact, what does he know? Do you understand? I mean, as your father took you to the priest when you were only one week old, what preaching was preached to you? And what did you believe? It says, He that believeth and baptized shall be saved. Salvation comes from preaching, believing, then baptizing, not the reverse. 
difference. Hallelujah. That is why all of us who were baptized when we were infants, when we grew up, and I got born again, I, when I heard the message, then I believed. Then when I believed, I got baptized. I got baptized twice. I got baptized one by Bishop in Accra, in the sea. And my next baptism was in Jerusalem. When I went to Jerusalem, I said, River Jordan. And I said, oh, this Jordan, I got baptized in River Jordan, in Jerusalem. Authentic. Genuine. <laughs> Genuine, this one. <laughs> Genuine, authentic. This original Jordan that Jesus was baptized. Me too, I must go inside. I said, I said, oh, the water is cold. I said, I don't care. Jordan, I'm by, by the Jordan. Just to make sure that so when I get to heaven, they say, the, was your baptism genuine? I said, ah, Jesus, why are you baptized? <laughs> I asked Jesus. I took pictures. My, uh, Jesus, I said, Jesus, John, why are you baptized? Jordan, this is my picture to prove. Genuine, authentic. But we are planning to go to Jerusalem. But we want to go to Jerusalem. And then someone will go to Jerusalem. Come, so you can be baptized there. How many would like to go to Jerusalem? We are planning one day to happen. Hallelujah. So that is what it is. So, you see, but a lot of us grew up in homes which are religious. And because of that, we think we are Christians. I'm sure there's something like that. How many grew up in a home like that? Where we are baptized, confirmation and everything. My wife did that. You two did that. Wow. Confirmation. Wow. Yeah. You see, and, and you felt, Eugene, you also do that? Confirmation? First communion? Wow. You see, but you're not born again. You were not born again. And you would have gone to hell. Yeah. I mean, I, I, got, I got baptized, but after that, I found, I found my way outside the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not the same as being born again. It's not the same as being born again. Hallelujah. Yeah. Taking, taking Holy Communion. It's not the same. It's, it's actually even dangerous to take communion when you're not saved. Actually dangerous. You see, Jesus said that, you do not descend the lost body well. Paul said that you don't descend the lost body well. And therefore, because of that, some of you are asleep. Hallelujah. Yeah. So these are all no, this, this are no, all no salvation. They are religious. And, 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 and it gets more dangerous. Because the more religious you get, the difficult is it for you to be saved. Because you ask yourself that, I'm a good person. I have been baptized, com confirmed. I go for communion. What again? That's why he told Nicodemus, marvel not. Because I'm sure Nicodemus had a lot of questions. Now what else? What else? Marvel not. Marvel not. No, don't be surprised. Marvel not. Hallelujah. Because you can easily be deceived. Amen. Another point. Being a moralist. You see, 
being a moralist. Being a moralist, a moral person, a person of integrity. Your yes is yes. Your nay is nay. It's not the same as being born again. It's true. No, some people are very principled. When they say yes, they mean yes. When they say no, they mean no. Very principled. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be principled. But don't be deceived that that means you are saved. Hallelujah. These are the things we should begin to see. So, if you say you are in the kingdom and we don't see these moral values, it makes us wonder whether you are in the kingdom. Do you get what I said? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Because some, you see, because Corinthians said that if a man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things are past. If a man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things are passed away. And all things are becoming new. So if you say you are in Christ, and the old things are still hanging around, it throws a question mark whether you are in Christ. Is the church hearing me? Because you are going to, you see, you are going to, going to, because you are going to hear the other side of the argument. Well, we are not saved by works. I mean, I'm born again. God knows my heart. I'm saved. Fine. I can't challenge you. But the Bible says you shall know them by their fruits. Hallelujah. Yeah. You shall know them by their fruits. Amen. So being, being a moralist is not the same as being born again. It's good. We respect you being a moralist. Being principled. Hallelujah. It's the same thing. You are principled. We like you. Yep. Being a good husband or a good wife is not the same as being born again. It's nice to be a good husband and a good wife. But it's not the same as being born again. Marvel not. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And then um, being poor or rich is not the same as being born again. Hallelujah. Especially being poor. Sometimes people think that because they are poor, they are holy. There's a difference, there's a difference between poverty and holiness. <laughs> are you hearing me, church? Blessed are the poor, for they shall inherit the kingdom. It's not so. It didn't, it didn't say blessed are the poor. Can you show that scripture? It said blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Hallelujah. Of course, it is easier for you to believe in God when you are poor than when you are rich. Okay? Are you hearing me? That's why Jesus Christ said that. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man 
to enter into the kingdom. That's what he said. Then he concluded by saying, However, with God, all things are possible. Because this is true. Rich people don't fear God. Your wealth can easily deceive you. Your money can make you think that you can buy anything and do anything. That's true. So when you get rich, it can deceive you. That's what the Bible calls the sin of riches. But it does not say that riches is a sin. Hallelujah. But rather it says that with God, all things are possible. It means you can be rich and still fear God. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So, being born again or being saved has nothing to do with your wealth. Whether you are poor or rich. You can be rich and go to hell. You can be rich and go to heaven. You can be poor and go to hell. See, the fact that you are poor does not mean you go to heaven. If you are poor and you are not born again, you will go to hell. Is somebody hearing me? And, 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 and that is the most unfortunate of circumstances. Because to suffer on earth and to suffer in heaven. <laughs> that, is, that, that is not good. At least if you suffer on earth, enjoy in heaven. So to be poor on earth and go to hell. That's bad, bad. That's bad, bad, bad. So don't think that the fact that you are poor does not mean that God loves you. Oh, God loves the poor. No. God does not love the poor. There's no verse like that. Yeah. They are both, if you go to heaven, listen to me carefully. If you go to heaven, there are rich men in heaven and there are poor people in heaven. What takes you to heaven? Because what did he say? when Jesus told the parable, of Lazarus. He said, and, and Lazarus, La, he said, he, he said there was a rich man who fed sumptuously. Purple, clothing purple. And there was a poor man named Lazarus who sat at his gate having nothing to eat and having wounds. And when the rich man eats and puts the food in the garbage and when the garbage truck is coming to take it, they would leave some one, a few drops for Lazarus to eat. And the Bible said Lazarus died. Lazarus died. Because poor people die first. And was carried by the angel into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died. And he was carried to hell. Are you hearing me, church? But this, what I'm trying to say is that, where did the poor man go to? Where did the poor guy go to? Where did the, where did the poor man go to? Heaven. Lazarus went, to, Lazarus went where? Where did the rich man go to? Very good. But you see, the story doesn't end there. When Lazarus got to heaven, he saw another guy there. Who was the other guy? I said, who was the other guy? I said, who was the other guy? Was Abraham a poor man or a rich man? Yeah, wow. Was Abraham poor or rich? Very rich. The Bible said, and Abraham was rich. 
So it, I'm trying to, what the, Jesus was trying to tell you, in heaven, you are, you are not there because you are poor or rich. You are there because you believe or you don't believe. So you can be poor and go to hell. You can be poor and go to heaven. You can be rich and go to hell. You can be rich and go to heaven. So what takes you to heaven is believing in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about being born again. So being poor does not mean you are, you, are, you are saved. And being rich does not mean you are saved. You must be saved by accepting the greater love. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You are saved by accepting what? The greater love. And the greater love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You see, you must always read the Bible alone. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, the word is what? Whosoever. The word is what? Whosoever. Whosoever means everybody included. That whosoever believeth in him. It means that whosoever means Americans are included, Africans are included, Japanese are included, Asians are included. All that is required, rich people are included, poor people are included, Male are included, female included. So all that is required is you believing in him, not your social status or your background. Whosoever. Hallelujah. Whosoever. Amen. That is the greater love. Hallelujah. So to be saved is to believe in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And not religious. You can be religious and go to hell. You can be a moralist and go to hell. You can be a very principled person and go to hell. That is why I like what Billy Graham said. Billy Graham said that the same blood that saved Mother Teresa it's the same blood that saves me, Billy Graham. It's the same blood that will save the junkie down the road. We all get to heaven through the blood of Jesus. I'm not getting to heaven because I'm Billy Graham. That's what he said. He said the, 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 the ticket to enter heaven is the blood of Jesus. Not because I preach to a million people. It's the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, church, I've heard the gospel. This is the good news. That's why it's called the good news. Good news because everybody can be included. Hallelujah. It's non-discriminatory. Hallelujah. Some places when you go, they say you can say you, you don't qualify. You don't enter. You can't sit here. You don't qualify. It's discriminatory. But when it comes to salvation and God's love for us, it's non-discriminatory. Everybody is welcome. If only you will believe. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Stand up to your feet. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Freely you gave it all for us. Freely you gave. Surrender your life.
Salvation, greater love has no man. Yes, Lord. Be lifted on high from death to life. For God so loved the world. Forever. His son is only begotten son. Whosoever believeth in him. Whosoever. The word is whosoever. The word is whosoever. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your, your financial status. It doesn't matter your origin, your skin color, your face. It doesn't matter at all. Whosoever. Freely you gave. It doesn't matter how whether you are a moralist or a principled person. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you, whether you were baptized as a child. Confirmed as a child. No. You need to be born again. That is your love. And Jesus said. If you believe in your heart and you confirm, confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Be lifted on high from death to oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Forever, God is glorified. Yes, Lord. Servant and King. Rescue the world. He told the Kodamas, marvel not, marvel not, marvel not, marvel not. Don't be surprised. Freely you gave it all for Freely he gave it all for us, Lord. Surrender your life. Surrender your life. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Great is your love. Great is your love. All for us, Lord. This is our God. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, with every eye closed. You know, he says in the book of Hebrews, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? How can you have an excuse when such a great opportunity has been given to you? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And Jesus told the Pharisee, the rich man, the religious person, except you be born again. And I'm sure he was surprised. He said, marvel not. This Sunday morning, you may be a good person. You may be a principled person. You may be a religious person. You may even belong to a church. But the question is, are you born again? And by being born again, believing in Jesus Christ, number one, confessing with your mouth, number two, number three, before a witness, believing in it, and you shall be saved. This is salvation. It's all about believing. It's all about believing. It's all about believing. Believe. And you will be saved. It has nothing to do with 
how good or how bad you are, it is by you accepting Jesus Christ as your personal savior. And confessing with your mouth. Believe and say, and you will be saved. That's what the Bible says. So for a few minutes with every eye closed, if you are here and you are not, you are not born again, I showed you what, it, what is not the same as being born again. If you are not, you may come to church. You may even give money to the church, but you are not born again. Please. I want you to take this invitation seriously. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I would like you to lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Please lift up your hand. You want to make sure that you are born again. There's room at the cross for you. Yes, make sure. Salvation is knocking at your door. Salvation is knocking at your door. Make sure. Father, I thank you for this church. Thank you that the blood has saved us. May we be carriers of the gospel. May we also cause others to be saved. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.